Lovely succumbing to you from the ill, the Edwin Elder Library, and today we are on page 97 of The Power of a Praying Husband by Stormy O'Martian. This is chapter 7. Her submission. Submit is a verb. Submitting is a voluntary action. That means it's something we ourselves do. It's not something we can make someone else do. Just as we can't force another person to love us, we can't force someone to submit to us either. Of course we can make that person do what we want, but then that's not true submission. Submission is a choice we make. It's something each one of us must decide to do, and this decision happens first in the heart. If we don't decide in our hearts that we are going to going to willingly submit to whomever it is we need to be submitted to, then we're not truly submitting. This may be shocking news to you, but an overwhelming majority of wives in my survey said they want to submit to their husbands. They want their husbands to be the head of the home, and they have no desire to uh, usurp that God-given position of leadership. They know what the Bible says on the subject, and discerning wives want to do what God wants because they understand that God's ways work best. However, problems often arise in this area because a wife is afraid to submit to her husband for two reasons. Number one, her husband thinks submission is only a noun and he uses it as a weapon. Number two, her husband has himself not made the chance, the choice in his heart to be fully submitted to God. Okay, okay. I know that God did not say a wife needs to submit to her husband only if he proves to be worthy. Submission is a master of trusting in God more than trusting in man. But a wife will more easily make the choice to submit to her husband if she knows that he has made the choice to submit to the Lord. It will be a sign to her that it is safe to submit to him, and the goal here is to help her, not force her into proper alignment. Many a wife has had a hard time trusting that her husband is hearing from God if he doesn't appear to be submitted to God in the way he treats her. Wives know that after the verse... Wives, submit to your own husbands. Ephesians 5.22, the Bible says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Verse 25, Christ doesn't neglect, ignore, demean, or abuse the church. He doesn't treat her rudely or disrespectfully. He never acts arrogantly or insensitively towards her, nor does he criticize her and make her feel she is not valuable. Rather, he loves her, protects her, provides for her, and cares for her. So while God gives a husband a position of leadership in her relationship to his wife, he also requires the price of self-sacrifice from him. The big question in many wives' minds are, if I submit myself to my husband, will I become a doormat for him to walk on? The answer to that question depends entirely upon whether her husband believes He should love his wife like Christ loves the church and willingly lay down his life for it, sacrifice, or think that submission is a noun and that it's something owed him. In other words, does he only consider his desires and options to the exclusion of hers? Page 99. A wife has a hard time giving her husband the reins to her life if she doesn't believe she can trust him to have her best interest at heart as he steers the course of their lives together. She has trouble going along with his decisions when he refuses to consider her thoughts, feelings, and insights on the subject. And if she has submitted to a male in the past and her trust was violated in some way, it is even more difficult for her to trust now. On the other hand, a woman will do anything for a man who loves her like Christ loves the church. Submission is easy under these conditions. I know a number of women who are married to unbelieving husbands 
and who have no problem submitting to their husbands because in each case the husband loves his wife like Christ loves the church, even though he doesn't even know Christ. Too often people confuse submit with obey, but they are not the same thing. The Bible gives commands about obeying other people only in regard to children and slaves and in the context of the local church. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Ephesians 6 and 1. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. Ephesians 6 5. Obey those who rule over you. Be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Hebrews 13 and 17. Since a wife is neither her husband's child nor his servant, and the local church isn't part of a marriage, the word obey has no application to the relationship between a husband and wife. Submission means to submit yourselves. In light of that, when a husband demands submission from his wife, it is no longer true submission, and his demands can become intimidating and oppressive, which breeds resentment when a husband is more interested in his wife's submission to him than he is in his own submission to God. Then submission becomes a tool to hurt and destroy. I have seen too many marriages between strong Christian people, high-profile Christian leaders, in fact, end in divorce because the husband demanded submission and resorted to verbal or physical abuse in order to get it. My husband has even counseled men like that, men who refused to hear that losing their family was a horrible price to pay for being right. How much better it would have been for the husband to submit himself to God's hand and then pray for his wife to be able to come into proper order. This kind of situation occurs far too often. When we submit to God, he doesn't suppress who we are. He frees us to become who we're made to be within the boundaries of his protection. When a wife submits to her husband, she comes under his covering and protection. And this frees her to become all God created her to be. And trust me, you want that in your life. Her greatest gifts will be proved to be your greatest blessing. If you feel like your wife is not submissive, pray for her to have a submissive heart. First toward God and then toward you. Then ask God to help you love her the way he loves. I guarantee that you will see her submission level rise to in direct proportion to the unselfish love you exhibit for her. And let her see that you are seeking God for guidance. If she knows that you're asking God to show you the way, she will follow you anywhere. Page 100. This is so true in so many ways. In so many ways. Um, men, be the leader. Take the leader. Uh, let your wife know your goals, the ambitions. In fact, you should do that before you got married. Before you got married. Um, you know, and just talk about your future goals and, and what you're working towards. And your wife will want to help you to reach that goal. Um, I know before Mark and I got married, I'd always say, I'm going to marry a preacher. I'm going to always marry a preacher. That was in my heart since I was a child. Since I was a child, I wanted to be a pastor's wife or a minister's wife. And um, before I started dating Mark, um, I heard my cousin saying, she's not going to marry you. You're not a preacher. And I'd ask my husband, I said, are you a preacher? And he said, yes. (laughs) We got married. We got married. And I said, when I said, as a, as a time, is a few, is probably within a year though. I said, honey, I thought you said you was called to preach. He goes, I know these, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry to disappoint you or something like that. And oh man, I remember I felt so let down. But then one day I was ironing some of his shirts 
and I was saying, Lord, I don't have to be married to a preacher. I just want to live for you. I just want to be, I just want to be used for, of you in any way, God, that you want. I know that Mark loves you, and I know that he's a good husband, and I know he's a good provider, and I just thank you for him. I was just thanking God for Mark, and that I was just giving my dreams and goals, putting them all to the feet of Jesus. What I'd win in my life, I was laying it down. And you know, ironically, only really, it's not really ironically, because God works in his, through his ways. My husband was taking the young people um, either to camp or from camp, and he was passing some wheat fields. And then some was beaten down from mildew. There'd been a storm, and some was just all laid over, but just just a little bit up the floor, uh, the floor, wasn't it? Just a little bit up the road on the other side, there was beautiful wheat fields untouched from the storms and God smote him and said that's how my people are that's how there are so many lost and called Mark I'm not sure the what words I wasn't there I wasn't there but when he come home tears streaming down his eyes and told me that God had called him to preach it was a wonderful moment it wasn't me calling him he wasn't doing what he he did just become a preacher because I wanted that it was all in God's plans all along. God already ordered our steps, but we have to submit to His will. We have to submit to His way. And in time, if it's the Lord's will, He will work it all out. And so, husbands, just be who and what God called you to be, and your wife will be right there with you. She will surrender her dreams and desires to see yours fulfilled. And in the process, her dreams will be some. It will be supplied too because God's like that. Just like he was in my life, he'll do that for you. Well, God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Keep on pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. Love you. Bye-bye.